Good morning, everybody. Welcome along to another edition of the Saturday Sports Show, the first one for nearly a month. And on the program today, we'll talk golf, water polo, game fishing and touch footy. All that to get through over the next two hours right here on Triple M. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Triple M's Saturday Sports Show, taking a look at overnight scores and results, starting off with AFLW. It's week six, one game played last night. Carlton, 8-5-53, overcame an inaccurate Western Bulldogs, 4-10-34. Five games today, GWS versus West Coast. Melbourne take on Adelaide, St Kilda versus Hawthorne. Port Adelaide versus Sydney, Brisbane versus Collingwood, and three games tomorrow. Essendon take on Geelong, Richmond at home to the Suns, and Fremantle take on North Melbourne. Moving to cricket in Port Hedland cricket, the Lions took on the Rovers last night. Uh, Lions all out 78, lost to Rovers 5 for 79. One game this afternoon, South Hedland take on the Mines at 5.30 at Colin Matheson Oval. In West Pilbara cricket in A grade, three games all being played this afternoon. Cats take on the Hawks at Miller's Well, Pegs Creek versus the Taverners at uh, the Leisureplex, and the Wallabies take on the Lions at Ros Jones Oval. All those games this afternoon. And in B grade, one game played overnight, the Falcons 4 for 108, defeated Pegs Creek 6 for 107. Taverners take on the under 19s this afternoon. Moving to international cricket, the World Cup is underway. Last night, the Netherlands uh, 205 could not run down Pakistan's 286, so a win to the Pakistanis. Uh, Games today, Afghanistan play Bangladesh and South Africa play Sri Lanka. India take on Australia tomorrow. In Sheffield Shield, New South Wales versus Queensland. Queensland made 176 in their first innings, with Bryce Street getting 45. Jack Edwards, 6 for 36. New South Wales in reply, 446. Jack made 87. Hayden Kerr, 86, and Mitch Swepson, the best of the bowlers, 3 for 73. In reply in their second innings, Queensland a 5 for 173. Matt Renshaw made 55. Jimmy Pearson's on 51, not out, and Chris Tremaine has 3 for 35. WA versus Victoria at the Wacker. Victoria batting first, 256 all out. Travis Dean made 87. Aaron Hardy, 3 for 29, and Corey Roccaccioli, 3 for 39. WA in replied made 481 with Cam Bancroft making 122, Teague Wiley 94 and uh, um, Sutherland um, took 3 for 66, Will Sutherland 3 for 66 with the ball. In reply, Victoria struggling at stumps on day 3, they're 3 for 64, the spinner Roccaccioli has 2 for 6, uh, one game's already been completed. Tassie defeating South Australia. Tassie made 381 and 3 for 84. South Australia 307 and all out 157 in their second innings. In basketball, the NBL is underway. Last night there were two games. The Jack Jumpers beat the Kings 80-72. The Wildcats beat the 36ers 82-75. There's a couple of games today. The Hawks take on the Phoenix. The Bullets take on the Taipans and all Queensland uh, clash. It's the United versus the Jack Jumpers tomorrow. And the Kings travel home. They'll take on the Adelaide 36ers tomorrow as well. The Rugby World Cup is in the final uh, throws of the pool matches. Uh, France defeated Italy 60 points to 7 last night. Uh, Tonight, it's Wales versus Georgia at 9 o'clock and England versus Samoa at 11.45. 3 o'clock tomorrow morning, Ireland take on Scotland. That's a crucial game because the winner of that will go through to the next round. Japan versus Argentina at 7 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Uh, Tonga versus Romania. 
at 11.45 tomorrow evening. And the final game is Fiji versus Portugal at 3 o'clock on Monday morning. And Australia's pretty much out of the World Cup at this stage. Motorsports, let's go to Formula One. The Qatar Grand Prix has got one of these sprints coming up this weekend. In the one and only practice session, Max Verstappen was quickest, Carlos Sainz second, and uh, Leclerc third. Oscar Piastri was ninth in qualifying. So these are the uh, for the grid position for the race on Sunday night. Max has pole position. George Russell second, joining him on the front row. Lewis Hamilton will be on the second row for uh, Mercedes. And Oscar Piastri improved from the 180 practice session to finish sixth fastest on the timing sheets. The sprint shootout will take place tonight and the sprint at 1.30 tomorrow morning. Max Verstappen only needs three points out of the sprint or the race to win this year's World Drivers' Championship. The race itself will be at 1 o'clock on Monday morning. The V8s are at the mountain, Bathurst 1000. In qualifying yesterday, West Australian driver Brody Kostecki was quickest. He has provisional pole until the top 10 shootout goes this afternoon. Golding is alongside him in second place and Anton Deke Pasquale just behind in third. As I said, the top 10 shootouts this afternoon just after 2 o'clock with the race at just after 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. In Major League Baseball, they're in the playoffs. The divisional series get underway tonight and tomorrow. In the ALDS, it's the Rangers against the Orioles and the Twins versus the Astros. Both of those are game ones and they're tonight. In the NLDS, it's the Phillies versus the Braves and the Diamondbacks against the Dodgers. NFL, week five in American football, one game being played. Um, the Bears defeated the Commanders 40-20. to 20. The rest of the round looks like this. The Jaguars versus the Bills, the Texans versus the Falcons, Panthers versus Lions, Titans versus Colts, Giants versus Dolphins, Saints versus Patriots, Ravens versus Steelers, Bengals versus Cardinals, Eagles versus Rams, Jets versus Broncos, Chiefs versus Vikings, Cowboys versus 49ers, and the Packers versus the Raiders. In British football, uh, they've had a few championship games during the um, Champions League games during the week, but they're back to uh, Premier League this weekend with uh, six games tonight and four tomorrow. Luton play Spurs, Man United versus Brentford, Everton play Bournemouth, Fulham versus Sheffield United, Burnley versus Chelsea, and Crystal Palace versus Nottingham Forest. They're the six games tonight. Tomorrow night, it's West Ham versus Newcastle, Brighton versus Liverpool, Wolves versus Aston Villa and Arsenal versus Manchester City. And finally to golf in the men's PGA, the Sanderson Farms Championships underway at the Country Club of Jackson with Ben Griffin leading the way at 14 under. Andy Cocklist and Yuan are both 12 under tied second of the Australians. Only two Australians made the cut. The cut set at minus five. Cam Percy was six under and Lucas Herbert five under. In the ladies' PGA, the Ascendant is being played at the Old American Golf Club. And Hyoju Kim leads the way at 10 under. Sophia Garcia is 8 under. A couple of players tied at 6 under. Lexi Thompson and Celine Boutier of the Australians. Sarah Kemp is best at uh, tied 9th. 4 under. Sarah Jane, Ke- uh, Sarah Jane Kemp. Uh, we're going to check those names. Uh, 1 under. Uh, tied 27. Sue O oh is even with the card. Hannah Green is even with the card. They're both tied 40. And uh, tied 62nd and just making the cut, Karis Davidson at two over the card. There's uh, a lot of sport in there in those overnight results. Uh, Coming up very, very shortly, we will talk golf locally.
from the Port Hedland Golf Club. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. On Triple M, it's the Saturday Sports Show and uh, the first one for quite a while. Let's catch up with uh, Jeff Brockman from the Port Hedland Golf Club and find out what's going on out there. Good morning, Brocky. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Dave. Uh, monthly mug last week, everyone's favourite. Stroke round. How did we go? Yeah, tough work, mate. Tough work. but um, Warm day. Oh, very, very, very warm, mate. Yeah, but, you know, it's uh, the rehydration was up to speed, so it's all good for us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, got to keep uh, the fluids in. Got to keep the fluids in. Very much so. But, yeah, no, some of the guys played well, mate. Yeah. Um, first was Andrew Dodds with 65. So very good, Dodds. Well. well done. Second, uh, Big Rod Visser with 66. Mm-hmm. And third was Adam Ford with a 69. So those three guys played pretty well, yeah. yeah indeed. Uh, all right. Uh, were there any novelties on the day? Uh, there's a few, mate, all nearest the pins. Yep. Um, nearest the pin number two, 15 plus, was Nadine Stapleton. Uh, nearest the pin number eight, 15 plus, was uh, Ben Whiteman. Nearest the pin number 13, zero to 14, was Gary Bright. Uh, nearest the pin number 13, 15 plus, Teresa Fairclough. Nearest the pin number 17, 0 to 14, Gary Brooks. Uh, nearest the pin 15 plus on 17 was Teresa again. And, of course, the longest putt on number 6 was Big Bad Bob Kelly. <laughs> Be- beautiful putt too. I saw that. I was right there with him. But, and um, long drive number 16, 0 to 14 was Stewie Wise. So, yeah, that rounds that up, mate. And, well, uh, yeah. So, uh, with the warmer weather, do you guys... Um tee off any earlier or is it still uh, midday tee off uh, to get the 18 holes in before sundown? No, it's still 12 o'clock tee off, mate, yes. Oh, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be wanting to tee off earlier if I could uh, to beat the heat more than anything. I know you said keep the rehydration up. All right, what's happening this afternoon out of the uh, Port Hedden Golf Club? According to my set of fixtures, it's the final of the match play. Now, that's pretty boring. There's only two players involved. What do the rest of us do? Mate, the rest of us are going to play par, but we do have the match play final. Yeah, Ricky's made himself available for that. Obviously, had to take a bit of time off work, and so did Damien, I believe. So, yeah, they want to get that out, done and dusted on Saturday, and uh, we'll, the rest of us uh, Cowboys will be playing par. All righty. So uh, next Saturday, we'll be catching up to find out who has been crowned as this year's match play winner and find out who did what in the par uh, event. Uh, there's only a couple more weeks to go. Um couple of Stableford rounds, including the Captains versus Presidents closing day towards the end of the month. Thanks for taking our call this morning, Jeff. Uh, we'll let you go. Yeah, good on you, Dave. No worries. Thanks. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. The Headland Touch Association has recently had their annual general meeting and it looks like, it sounds like, they've got a whole new committee. Well, not quite whole new, but lots of new people in new positions Jess Templeman from Headland Touch joins us on the Saturday Sports Show. Hello there, how are you? Oh, morning, I'm good. Hey, uh, obviously during school holidays no touch being played, but you'll be ra- uh, ramping that up again very soon. But uh, the AGM, that was uh, just recently, and you've changed things over. I believe the, there's a new pres, etc. There is a new president. Yes, we've had um, a lot of changes, actually. Um, not from me, um, but we... Did the AGM early this year because um, Nick, our president, and a couple other people we knew were going to be leaving town mm-hmm. or leaving their positions. So we wanted to kind of hand things over before the start of next year. So it was a, yep. it was a smooth transition. Yeah. So our new president is Bevan Paulson. So 
a lot of the people around touch will know Bev. He's quite um, quite a regular. He was our games coordinator, mm. and he has now taken up the role as as president. He'll continue to help with um, games coordinator, um, but there's somebody else who will be also transitioning to that. But our vice president will stay the same. So that's Claire Smith. She's going to continue on as um, vice president. Um, secretary, I think we're still open. Treasurer is new, so Ray Cowan's coming back on board to the committee. He's taking over Treasurer. Um, our social media coordinators will still say the same. So Jacob and Beck, Jacob Stanley and Beck Amy will continue that on. Right. Um, refs coordinator stays the same, so that still will be me for the next season. Um, games coordinator, so Bevan is going to um, still manage that and then hand over to me. I'll take on that role in the new year after I um, finish my studies and I'll have a bit more time on my hands. Very good. Um, and then our development coordinator is going to be uh, uh, Mitch Gorman, who, and also with a bit of help from Beck Amy as well. So Mitch also, people know Mitch around town. He was part of our, um, about, around our association, he was part of our state squad um, and helped out the ladies and also I think helped out the, um, the coach of the men's team as well. So he's new in the role, so hopefully he'll be able to make that his own. He's also helping already put the word out, I think, with the guys for the state squad. Mm -hmm. And they've got a couple of general members. Nick is going to be coming up and working, so he would like to stay um, within the committee, so he's going to be a general member. And also Jay Paulson's also come on as a general member, and I think I've got just waiting for some replies on a couple of people who are on holidays. All right. Uh, Bevan Paulson wouldn't have had anything to do with getting your fire pit for the winter season, would it? Uh, oh. Maybe. Maybe yeah. he yeah. created our beautiful, our two beautiful pot fire yeah. pits that have our um, logo and our association name all um, on the side. So did a wonderful job, and they they keep <laughs> us warm during the winter season. They certainly do. So that's our that's our beautiful new committee. So um, very much looking forward to that. All right. Uh, you mentioned uh, Mitch has put out um, a call to the guys for. for EOIs, if you like, for states coming up. Um, yes, so yes, we're, we have. we're putting out a call for. Are we, we're sending a mixed teams down, yeah? Or are we going to send a boys and a girls teams individually? We are going to hope to. Well, we're going to aim high to send three teams. Yep. So start off. EOIs went out. I think yesterday, um, Beck and Jacob put on um, social media posts about it. So we're looking for an open men's, open women's. And a mixed 30s. I'd really love to see a lot of interest in that because that's where I want to be. <laughs> Are you old enough for that? You've got oh, a couple more years yeah. to go, haven't you? I don't, I don't think 37-year-olds should be playing. <laughs> um, with women who are against women who are young enough to be my daughter, daughters. Yeah. All right. So um, um, the for the EOIs then, they get in touch with straight to Mitch or uh, contact through the uh, Facebook page? Uh, let's, we'll go to contact through the Facebook page. Um just so we can centralise everything and yep. we can kind of keep um, numbers, keep a track of numbers. Um, and also anyone who's interested in, in going down as team managers, referees, or anybody who wants to help out with coaching. Physio, um, strapper, the works. You know, yes, that we'd, we'd love it. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, we've sent a few uh, of our juniors away to represent the state at uh, National Carnival uh, on the East Coast. We did. So last week was the national youth championships and yep. we did send down we sent um with we sent two under 18 girls representatives so that went to those were sienna bennett and isabella amy yep and two under 16 boys so lincoln vile and um one of our juniors who, who lives in perth at the moment um 
Isaiah Waruki also went across for national champs in the 16 boys. When you the say he lives in, in Perth, he goes to boarding school. He goes to boarding school. Mum and dad are still here. Yeah, that's right. He was, um, as per our previous conversation about Caelan Ponga, he forehead them born <laughs> and raised. Yeah, well, yes, but um, this, yeah, big difference between uh, Isaiah and Caelan. Uh, they both yes. might have been born here, but actually, um, Isaiah was actually raised here, went off by choice for the family to go to finish his um, high schooling in Perth, like his big brother. Um, so they were uh, at boarding school. So how did they go? How did the, how did the under-18 girls go? They, they didn't have some wins. They had a few close games, but um, unfortunately couldn't get any wins. But a lot of this is a, down to experience for our girls. They Massive don't get learning experience for them, yeah? yeah? Yeah, so they get access to you know, high level coaching and also just the the game level is, you know, higher than probably and involvement. So a lot of the time they're not involved in the cent in the centre as much in their local comp. So it's yeah. really good for them to get to know different positions. So um they'll learn quite a lot from that and yeah. hopefully it'll give them a taste of the level of comp and they'll wanna continue on with our in our um for state champs for seniors. Very good. What about Isaiah and Lincoln in the 16th, the boys? They did. They got a couple of wins, the boys did. So um, that was great to see. Um, I think they enjoyed themselves as well. And same same thing, especially for Lincoln, um, getting access to that coaching level is really great for him. It's not something that we get very often. And hopefully with um, Jeremy and the guys from TFA seeing the talent that we have up here, that might lead to some more visits up to Headlands, more coaching opportunities as well. So... Uh, we'll look forward to seeing those two boys also maybe represent, representing us at state levels for seniors next year. Alrighty, hey, uh, term three get term four gets underway on Tuesday this week. Does Touch get back in uh, on the park this week, or waiting till week two of term four? No, so we have Touch starting week one. Yep. So this I week, unfortunately, won't be, won't be there, <laughs> but this week. Um, but we do. We have our junior program also starting this week as well. So. Our registrations close for this tomorrow. Yep. So if, you know, tomorrow, late, get in there. It's such a great program for kids. You Massively don't need popular equipment. last year. It was. So we're hoping to, you know, keep that momentum going again. Mm. Um, so it's a great sport. Kids don't actually need anything, just a pair of runners. And I think every kid has that. So yes. it's not a sport where you need to chill out for bats, gloves, um had anything you can just rock up and have a great time on the night and then we also have the canteen open you can get them fed get them home early beautiful what when are they going to be playing if the regos close off tomorrow what are they going to be playing of an afternoon after school what's the go so yeah after afternoon so we have our regular touch on a we start our games at six forty-five. Yep. the juniors will start at five okay so that gives us plenty of time to get the juniors done sorted settled and out of there or if they want to hang around and see what they can work up to, they can come and watch us play. So we've got also several age groups. So the minimum age the kids need to be will be five. Um, and that they obviously will go into the under sixes. Then we have under eights, under tens, under twelves, under fifteens. Obviously we'll look at all of our registrations and see whether or not we have to condense or expand mm -hmm. um, those age groups. $75 for registration. And that gets you covered by insurance and, and, that gets and you for covered the whole by insurance. season. Yeah, and gets you um your into our like with you're an affiliate with um Touch Football WA then. Very good. Um, so yeah, so that will start Wednesday, and at the moment we're booked in for a term, but we will look at where we are um 
towards the end of end of term four and see whether or not we do roll it over into term one or whether or not we just keep it at, at, at the single term. Jess, thanks very much for your um, efforts today on the Saturday Morning Show. Well done to all four of the kids that went away to represent states. Don't forget, if you are interested in uh, playing senior men's, uh, senior women's or mixed 30s uh, at states later on this year, early next year, um, get in touch with uh, the Head on Touch Association through their Facebook page. Always good to talk to you on a Saturday, Jess. Thanks for that. No worries. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Welcome back to the second hour of the Saturday Sports Show. I through till 10 o'clock this morning. We've got game fishing coming up and Pilbara is on the horizon. We'll talk with Warren Templeman very shortly about Port Hedland game fishing. Water polo is about to get back in the pool, so we'll have a chat about that as well. Plenty to get through, plenty of good times and greatest hits. It's Triple M. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Fishing is very, very keen across the northwest coast of WA and the Port Island Game Fishing Club, uh, no stranger to sending the uh, lines into the water. Although last month the uh, the club competition didn't necessarily involve casting a line. It was mud crabs on offer last month. Warren Templeman from the Port Island Game Fishing Club joins me on the Saturday Sports Show. Hello, Was. How are you? Good, mate. Yourself? Not too bad. Uh it's been Mud a while. Crabs. Yeah, it has been a while. I'm sorry, but last weekend I was tied <laughs> up watching my team beat Brisbane. Flogging them. Flogging yeah. Blocks, that'll do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm bigger than that. We'll move on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> mud crabs. Mud crabs yes, last mud month. Crab. Yes, mate. Yep. Had a, a bit of a t- good turnout for a couple of mud crabs who measured in. So, yeah, so what are we really what good. Are, what do we do with these? Are we, we're not measuring by weight. We, what are we measuring? The width of the, the... the... Yeah, the width of their shell. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, no, it was... um Yeah, had a couple couple of... few good ones come in, so it was good. And how did we go? I mean, so you say a couple of good ones. What are we talking about? Uh, I think the biggest one was around the 180, 190 centimetres. So, it's a pretty good crab. All right. So, yes... All right. I don't suppose you can remember the winners since it was so long ago. Yeah. No, I can. Yeah. Are you one of them? Nah, I was was working. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, no, our junior was won by um, Harper Edwards. Yes. Uh, The senior was Kane Edwards. Ooh. So it was a family affair. Yes. So, yeah, no, it was really good to see a few people down there. All right. The club as well, so, yeah. Now, uh, apparently all roads lead to Balabala today down at Wim Creek. Is that right? Yes, mate, yep. So it's not too late, so hook up your boat and head down to Balabala, guys. What are we chasing, the barras? Bazzers, um, it's a catch and release. Yep. So catch wall, whatever you do, put on a brag mat. Yep. And um, Pete, the waymaster, will be definitely there to tick off all your catches. Very good. All right. Uh, you're likely to be available next Saturday to uh, report back and tell us who won. Yeah, mate. Yeah, we can do that. All right. Now, next month, uh, it's only about three or four weeks ago, three or four weeks away now, 3rd, yep. 4th and 5th of November, the big event. This is the Bill big... Barrow we're talking about, and this is uh, going yes. to attract fishers from all over. Yeah, it would be. Hopefully, we can get a, quite a few entrants like we did last year. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, 3rd, 4th, 5th. 
briefing is on the Friday afternoon. Yep. At, soon the, as uh, the, at the, the Game Fishing Club. The Game Fishing Club on Sutherland Street there, yep. next to the Yacht Club. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, come down there, sign up. You don't have to be a member. Um, yeah, so, yeah, and then as soon as we finish our briefing, you can start putting your lines in and go fishing for Straight away on the Friday. Two days, straight away. Saturday morning? No, mate, no. Nah. Start away, straight away. All right. Uh, when do lines officially have to come out and when's the the the, uh, the comp actually close? So closes around the 4 o'clock on a Sunday. Yep. So you've got to be back to the club rooms with your catches no later than 5 o'clock. Very good. And the Waymaster will be very, be, very busy with Prezos uh, yes. going on that Sunday night. Yep. Presentation will be straight away after it. Very so, good. Yes. We'll talk more about this as the month progresses. It's only the first weekend of the month, uh, but uh, Pill Barris coming up in less than a month's time. Was thanks for joining us today. And are you heading no, down to Balabala today? No, mate, I'm stuck at work. <laughs> <laughs> Best you uh, but, uh, have, have a chat with your boss if you can get that weekend off, third, fourth, and fifth. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for your time this morning. Always, no mate. Thank you. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Water polo is big in the northwest. It's the coolest summer sport going around uh, both Caratha and Headland. Water polo getting underway very, very soon. Joining me from the Port Headland Water Polo Association, the Vice President from the Board of Management and Declan Rahman joins me. Hello, mate. How are you? Good yourself? Pretty good. Looking forward to another season of uh, water polo. You've been doing much in the off-season for that? Not really. Still getting used to being... Back in the pool during right now. Uh, I've spoken to a couple of the uh, likely lads, some of the uh, players from the Black Stars, who have not even looked at a pool. And <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, I guess. Hey, uh, the season's going to get underway in a couple of weeks' time, but next Friday, or this coming Friday, in fact, uh, the there's the annual Have a Try uh, night, and that'll be this year. It'll be a Gratwick pool because I think the shack's closed. Is that yeah, right? so currently they're still doing the repairs at the um, South Island pool. So we've had to um, move everything across and figure out the plans for running it at GAC again. Yeah, after a few years, be interesting. People like uh, Scotty Gerhardt uh, have to try and get his feet off the ground. It's a very shallow pool. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, there'll be a few of us who will be able to touch the ground. <sighs> Just have a rest. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be I, nice. I don't think Marlow will enjoy people having a rest because he wants people swimming and swimming and swimming and swimming. I've seen the training schedule come, keep oh, coming out every day. Yeah, trust me. Yeah, it's been hitting us hard. Some of us, the ones who are actually doing it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Alrighty. Uh, all right. So who? Um, when is the? Uh, it's Friday night. But what time? What time are we getting so underway? It'll be on Friday the thirteenth. Um, Friday the thirteenth. Really? Yeah. We'll be in black paint. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it kicks off after around six, so kids from... How many kids are early? About five o'clock, aren't they? Uh, so ages five to 12 will be 6pm. Yep. Uh, and then seniors slash age 12 and plus will be 7pm onwards. All right, so people that are wanting to play, not necessarily uh, established players, but people that have sort of seen this and they've watched it from the uh, sidelines and thought, might have a crack at that, this is for you. Yeah, so it's basically just to get some numbers down and see whether you like the sport and 
see if it's the right sport for you. New players will then get uh, filtered out into the existing teams? Yep. So you're currently still going with the three men's teams and the four women's teams. All right, very good. So it's for all ages, and uh, in the women's comp, the senior women's comp, they do allow boys. You mate, you used to play in there when you were coming through from football. The yes. transition, you used, you played with was it uh, Vipers back yeah. in the day? When I first started, because I was too old for juniors, I got thrown straight into women's. Yep. With the Vipers, but now they're currently known as Dragons. So we've oh okay yeah Dragons and um, Vipers have come become one team. So. All right, so I mean, this is, but it's a good transition for the kids that are, are moving in. They can get to learn some gameplay and stuff like that yeah. with some uh, bigger, wider bodies um, instead yeah. of being, playing against the kids. Yeah, it's just more to not scare them away. So then, when they do end up coming into the men's, it's not as daunting. Yeah, there's and, and there's been quite a few of you. I mean, uh, Bodie Greggs did yeah, the same me. same transition. The Mitchell boys, when they were in town, they did that. Ty Kamarden. Uh, yeah, the Ty uh, went through that as well. Uh, Julian. Bailey's going through it at the moment. He's been through juniors and played in goals. Yeah, um, the two Smirk boys are currently... Yeah, well, they might be up this be, year. They might be playing men's this year, the way yeah. they finished off last season. Yeah. So. All right, so for the juniors, especially the older age juniors, if, you think, if you're thinking of having a crack uh, then and, and you show some potential, then uh, no reason why you can't be playing senior water polo and get, ground, get a good grounding in the women's comp. So 6 o'clock on Friday night over at the Gratwick Aquatic Centre. Yep. Um, the uh, season proper then will get underway the following Friday. That is correct. How long do you reckon you'd be over at Gratwick before having to sh- uh, filter back to your, um, your your home of water polo at the shack? Well, from what we're hearing from the pool, they reckon late November, early December. Mm-hmm. But just in time, just in time for the Christmas break. Yeah, but only time will tell. So. All right. Mate, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you a bit more during the year or Wolsey or whoever's going to come in and, and do these things uh, through, the, uh, through the summer uh, because we uh, both, Headland and Caratha, will be gearing up for country championships. Of course, uh, last year's countries were down in Caratha, so this year's or this next coming countries will be over in Geraldton uh, with um, Caratha winning both the men's and women's last year. So yeah, that was correct. They had two solid sides. And their own pool, so they, yeah. they knew what was going on. Yeah. They knew which way the current went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Declan Rahman is the Vice President of Port Hedland Water Polo, talking uh, the coolest summer sports uh, in town. Thanks for coming in this morning. Thanks for having me, Eggy. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M.